sleep like this? Exactly like that. I don't Like you're know. in the military. Yeah, like I'm in the military. Well, I didn't know if, if you had thoughts where you're going to be like the old timey photographer that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or like, uh, like the referee under the booth. Yeah, you yeah. Take yeah. a look at the dick. Uh, How are you? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Pretty high. Well, I just asked you a second ago, like, to do the podcast, and then you're like, I just popped an edible. I didn't know I was going to be doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah. And then I knew you were getting in that area because you put on a new shirt. And yeah. what does your shirt say? You read it. I can't. Let's tell me what it says. It says, ask me about my butthole, and then it literally has an alien abduction going on of a, of a guy literally being brought... Being, yeah, he's being sucked into the UFO. Yeah, into the UFO. It just ask, ask me about my butthole. And then in lowercase letters, if you look really closely, is this Sam Tripoli tinfoil hat podcast? <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> uh, Sammy. We love Sam. Yeah, we do love Sammy. I'll tell you what, the other one said, um the other one said, uh Hey, come with us, we're doing butt stuff. No, it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you have another one that says that? It's the same picture. No, you could have Oh, it's it was, a different design. It was the yeah, it, it says come with us, we're doing butt stuff. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We're doing butt stuff. What the, so why'd you settle on that? Why you say that settle? That, that one, Did you say settle? <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I, I don't mean to offend you. I mean, you said, why would you settle? with? And let me tell you something. <laughs> Actually, this, is, this is the first time Josh and I and our friendship have an actual fight. It's over, it's over buttholes and aliens. <laughs> you know what, man? I've had enough of this shit. Um, I think I went with this one because... If I wear it in public, which I don't know if I will, but I definitely will. Oh, dude, you have to wear that in public. People are going to do what? Ask you about your butthole. Yeah. Yeah. So? I'm just going to have a lot of fun stuff planned. Okay, so I'm a stranger. Okay. I approach you. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, what's going on with that butthole of yours? I don't know, dude. Get in there. What? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Dude, get in there. Dude, when get in there is the best response possible to what's going on with your mouth. I don't know. Get in there. Get in there. Well, what? What? I, I just... Damn, man. Why you got to make it like that? I just asked why you about you the shirt. Why you to make it weird? Why you got to make it weird, man? I was just trying to be a grown man asking you about your butthole. Yeah, I was just reading your shirt, man. Um, get in there is... Uh... Yeah, get in there would disarm anybody asking that question. The most threatening person mm -hmm. could be approaching you like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk yeah. to this guy, and then as soon as they ask you about your butthole and you say get in there, yeah, get in there, you know, man, I think I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna head this. I'm gonna I'm gonna head or this. Or it might go the other way, where somebody gets in there or immediately. Someone's like, deal. What if they said? What if they looked at you and they said, 
game on. Yeah. <laughs> Checkmate. Check. You're like, what? wait, what? What? Huh? <laughs> wait, what are you doing back yeah. there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, listen, there is uh, there is something to be said for calling someone's bluff. So it's not even a, like, okay. A couple of weeks ago, I was in Dallas on stage. Mm-hmm. Have I told you the story? I don't think so. And um, there's a dude wearing a kilt in the front row. And I said to him, we were having a lot of conversation, talking a lot. And uh, we had just started talking about how a lot of weird things happen in my shows, which a yeah. lot of weird things. They naturally happen. They happen. I think I attract it because I talk about it. I talk about how much I like it. I've had furries show up at my shows, like full on just tables of them. Hey, everybody whatever um but in the costumes oh yeah. Yeah, yeah they showed up in the costumes there was a convention now I, I had nothing to do with the convention but they were in town that night right so and i maybe they're not i don't know if they wear them out normally but i think they knew they were welcome at our show oh yeah and you um, put out a very welcoming vibe to everybody yes so a couple of weeks ago in Dallas, dude kilt, and I'm like, we're talking, and he's he is a he wrestles like in smaller things around Texas, and he's an Irish guy, and he's got a beard, so his character is like an Irish, you know, Shane McNally had a McKinney, you know, and so I go, hey, I, I've always wanted to know. Why, why kilt? And he goes, well, it's, it's so human, right? I said, yeah. And he goes, you know, really the first time I put one on, I was like, forget it. I'm never putting pants on again. And I was like, really? He goes, it's so good. And I said, well, do you wear underwear under the skill, under the kilt? And he goes, I'm going to tell you what I tell everybody else. You got to lift it up to find out. And I said, you're challenging the wrong dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're going to. You're going to see if I'm going to call your bluff or not? Really? In my dojo? On this stage? At this comedy show? Really? Ah, I'm, of course. Yeah. And so to make... He was in front row, right? So to make it weird-er, I got on my knees. Right in front of him. Of course him. He, he did. And he was like, you don't have to do that. I'm like, yeah. He's a, I'm pretty sure I do. <laughs> pretty sure. I don't this know if you, is, you follow yeah. me online or anything, but, but I'm getting, hashtag I like weird shit. I'm making this as weird as I possibly can. Yeah. And I lift up... And by the way, my, you know, when you get so nervous that like, um, it's like your butthole's gasping for breath. With <laughs> your hand trembling. As yeah, you I was, went to I was doing it. the butthole. Oh yeah. Your butthole's like, oh yeah. Your butthole goes like, there's like, <laughs> get us out of here. Your butthole's hyperventilating. Yeah, your butthole's like, can't, can't, <laughs> um, dude. I go to reach up this part of the kilt, still kilt. And he was like, nah. Because I guess kilt, there's two parts to it. There's like divisions, right? All right. Yeah. Kilt, I lift up just kilt. And he, he goes, goes uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, yeah, you know, I had the Easter eggs under this side, you know. And I lift it up and it was, it was a human dick. Impressive. Listen, and I talked to the dude afterwards, great dude. We had one of the best, honestly, like it was maybe the best 
15 minute start to any show I've ever had. No, it was you, so fun. If you're wearing Great dude. if you're wearing that shirt, do you still do it? That's me about my butthole. Do you yeah. still go for the kill? A hundred percent. Okay. But probably with two hands. Just to get it all over with right. at once. Knowing right. what I know now, I'm two handing it. Well, I didn't know if, if you had thoughts where you're gonna be like the old timey photographer that you know. <laughs> <laughs> or like uh like the referee under the booth yeah, yeah take yeah. a look at the dick uh, i'm gonna review the play uh the 52 yard line it seems like a dick and uh resume game <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was uh but i like that stuff man just the weird bizarre stuff yeah, but i also like it when yeah like when people don't think it's gonna happen i don't think anybody thought i was going to lift i up. think people probably thought uh, this guy's just building up anticipation, but he's not actually going to go for it. Or he has underwear on. Right. He's bluffing you. The, I think everybody thought one of us was bluffing. Yeah. Now, I knew I was not. Well, you guys were both playing at the top of your poker game. Dude, this dude, I got to tell you, this dude was so cool about it. When I lifted it up, he didn't, the dude didn't move his leg. He didn't flinch. That's confidence. This dude was just like, this is, a, you're about to see it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I had never seen a redheaded scrot area. And? It was, sh so it was shaved. It was bright. It's way brighter than brighter. you'd think. Yeah, it's bright. The the red, it's bright. Yeah. And and I've said this before, but his, um, he was he was all potatoes, no meat. You know what I mean? Like his dick looked like it fell asleep on his nose. It was, it was uh, the reverse potato famine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the potatoes are good and plenty over here. <laughs> We're just a little light on the meat. <laughs> uh, I will tell you, I watch the clips that come out of your show here. And I'm always like... You have so many people on here who do so many great voices. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not one of those people. You're not good at voices? No. Hmm, really? Oh, you've heard me do impersonations <laughs> before. Oh, I know. You've heard me. I think maybe my worst one. And, and here's why they're really bad. I just can't hear any in my head. Like, if you're like, what does it sound like? Right. I can't hear it. Yeah. So, right out of the gate. And the... And, what I, I don't like to practice my voices at all. That's a, a huge problem, first of all. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could literally apply that <laughs> to any to any skill set or any profession, and it's the worst <laughs> advice ever that you could give somebody. Well, first off, I don't like to practice the thing that I'm not good at. And second of all. Yeah. So I don't know why I'm not good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's, you know what, because here's the thing. I think if I get a little better, it won't be funny. It's funny now because it's so bad. But if you get a little better and then I don't have the the desire or time to try to get. Do you know I auditioned once? What was the movie called? Epic movie. You know where they, they parody, parodied, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. And there was a. Um, they parodied a bunch of uh, like pop culture type movies. Right, and there was a role for a Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, man. And so I was psyched. I had to get up, man. I put the makeup on. I had the eyeliner. 
And for weeks. You were working on this accent? Weeks. We had one of those CDs in the car. I heard two ooves on the roof of the room. And then they, you would say it. I heard two ooves on the roof of the room. Right? And so, oh, I, my, by the way, my kids hated those two weeks. Oh, I bet. Because it was just that CD yeah, playing. Yeah, they, they want to listen to anything but that. Oh, oh my God. Dad, can we listen to Wheels on the Bus I or anything? I two ooves on the roof of the room. Right? By the way, I don't know if you can tell what accent that was supposed to be. Polish? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I go in. Okay. And by the way, are I'm, you in full? Are you in full wardrobe for this? Full. Okay. Eyeliner. You're going for it. You're swinging for the fences. Yo, this uh, this role is yours. I love this role. Yeah, I love it. It's a you know, all of those roles in those movies are short, right? It's just because it's just a, cameos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go in, and I walk in, and she goes, "Oh, hey." She goes. She goes, nice, get him. I go, thanks. She goes, you ready? I go, I'm really ready. She goes, I'm really excited for this. I said, me too. I, do you know how they give you three scenes? And you know how usually you'll read one and they'll say, great job. If, even if they don't want you. If you read one, what's the casting director going to say to you? Great job. Uh, let's take a look at scene two. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... She did not say that to me. I read one with my accent. And she she goes, hey, puts the script down. This is not for you. <laughs> that was her trying she not said, to laugh. Wait, she said this is not for she you. She goes, hey, this one's not for you. This one's not for you. And I was like, oh, my God. I mean, that's got to be extra humiliating because no. you're in the wardrobe. Well, this is, I will tell you this. Okay. As much as it hurt kind of in the room. You appreciated it. So much more than that drive home. Like, I think maybe, maybe they still like me. I, I mean, think. I wish that more casting directors would just say, this is not going to no, work this out. This was not yours. By the way, I wish they would say it right when you walk in. If they look at you and they go, nah. Nah. Because sometimes they've already decided. Nah, oh, they definitely have. This is not the guy. They definitely have. Yeah, this is not what we're looking for. And by the way, that's not their, That's not them being... There's nothing wrong with that. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, if a character has to look a certain way, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with them deciding as soon as you walk in. Now, the reason they have you read is just in case you're so good, they're like, we got to find something. Right. But it would be nice to know if you're moving on. Of course. But let me ask you an honest question. Okay. You've been around a bunch of actors. Oh, yeah. How many do you think want to hear it in the room? And how many people out of those people do you think could just take the news and leave without trying That's to? That's the problem. These people are crazy. They're, they're going to. They, they're going to be like, hey, you know what? Me, I've worked really hard. Yeah. I'd love to do one more take. Yeah. That's the problem. The pushback. Yes. They, that's why they don't do it. Yeah. Because we have way too many people who are either, they're good, but you know, most of us are delusional in some way. You have to be, to, to be pursuing this career at yeah. all. You have to be a little bit. Yeah. And Just to go there. 
Yeah, just to even think that you're good enough to even possibly get it. Be- because when you go there, you're so bad. That's the delusion, right? Yeah. I could understand, like, if you're at the level you're at now and you're like, I'm fucking ready for LA. Right. Are you kidding? But you went, I went, like. Years ago, years and years ago, before less training, less polish, less just, everything. Right. Isn't that crazy? Like, that you go. Oh, and, and fully being like, I deserve this. That's the thing. Yeah, I'm going to make it. Do you know how bad you are? <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. I will pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, I think I'm great. Oh, Yo, dude. I remember. So, when I was first starting, you know, Joey and I, I think Joey got passed a little bit before me. Um, but those, I think it was Sunday Night Potlucks. Sunday night potlucks. I think so. Maybe maybe it was always Monday Tuesday. So by the way, if you are trying to figure out where we're at right oh. now, we are uh, we are doing an outside podcast on. Uh, yep. What, what this is a this is a deck? Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. There's an outside deck, and um, if you hear, I don't know, are those cicadas in the background? I believe the, those are tree frogs. Really? And I believe they're Nashville horny. tree frogs. I don't know if they're. I mean, I guess just by where we are, they're Nashville <laughs> yeah, tree frogs. Yeah, yeah. I don't think if I don't know if they're called Nashville tree. <laughs> you, you don't have Budweiser frogs here. You yeah, got Coors yeah, Light yeah, frogs. Yeah, we do actually. Those are those are down below, and the tree frogs. That means they're horny. Oh, does it really? I believe so. That's you know when the uh, when crickets chirp. That's yeah. a mating thing. Yep. Do that. Is that your cricket? <laughs> Do you know the other night I was on stage and um, Indiana Jones, my dog was, he he was chasing a goose and I go, so he was, he runs, he runs at this goose and I made it. I was like, you know, the goose goes, and I was like, yeah, that's, that's not a goose. No, (laughs) and the dog said, it's like, like you got one of those cheap (laughs) ones where where they're all in the wrong like order. (laughs) Like, Hey son, we couldn't afford. Yeah. So this dog goes moo. That's what this one should be called. This dog goes moo. The dog goes moo. So Sunday night potlucks starting out. Um, I don't remember why I was saying that. You said you don't remember? No. No, I feel bad. I cut you off then. No, I don't. You don't. said you, you said you were starting with jo- with Joey Diaz. You said Sunday night potlucks. <sighs> yeah, but I'm I'm a little high, so I don't. Maybe I'll remember when I stop trying to remember. Okay. How's that? I love it. When you first started hanging around the comedy store, and by the way, how'd you pick the comedy store over the Laugh Factory and the Improv? I liked the history of the comedy store more than the other places. There's also something that you drew. Mean once you got there, or you're coming in to LA. When I came into LA and I looked at like drove past the clubs, something pulled me to the comedy store right away. The white names on the black wall, I was like, whoa, what? And then I saw basically I saw a ton of names that mm-hmm. instantly I was like. I love all these comedians. Yeah. So I was sold right away. Just because the first time I saw the comedy store 
was I was 19 or 20 on a road trip. Uh, I guess I would have been 20 uh, on a road trip out to LA to look at at uh, possible apartments and stuff really? like that. Mm-hmm. And I went during the day. Comedy stores boarded up during the day. I was like, oh man. Didn't get a look inside or anything, but I walked around and saw the names and I was blown away by how many famous comics that I knew were regulars there. And and so you you pursued stage time there before or did you harder to get stage time at the improv because they don't have those potlucks? Did they? I did the improv open mic for years. Yeah, it was actually way easier to get up at the improv's open mic than the comedy store for most people. But I also, they used to be very political. My buddy used to host the open mic at the improv, so I'd get up there all the time, and then I'd just make sure that I'd try to kill as hard as I could for yep. three minutes. Yep. And then same with the comedy store. It was, it was very political, and, and luckily a couple of the comics I was buddies with there liked me enough, and I would do different material every time because they hated watching people do yeah. the same stuff over and over. Yo, three minutes... If you're doing the same three over and over, it's like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three minutes, dude. I, and I and I would say this for me, too, with five minutes, even 10 minutes, even 15 minutes. I'm a better hour comic. I talk slower. My stories are longer. It takes a little, like... There would be headliners who would come in off the road, who would come in, and the old talent coordinator of the comedy store would make them do the potluck, and I they would be on stage, and I never understood this until now, now that I'm doing longer sets and stuff like that. These comics would go, man, I, I can't even get started in three minutes. Yeah. That's what they'd say, and yeah. I'm like, what does that mean? I'm like, just kill it in three minutes. It's because they condition their act to yeah. breathe. Yeah. And to let it flow where it's like you're not rushing through three minutes. You're letting it, you know, there's more dynamic and more yeah. levels to it. But for a showcase, you just can't do that. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. It, you know, it, it, it's hard to be conversational in three minutes. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Like, and I, and, and I, but I think most people get to that point where, three minutes is harder than or five minutes is harder than 30 mm-hmm. you know yeah i mean you when you're you're headlining oh by the way what was your first set at the comedy store do you remember uh i did okay my first set at the comedy store and i stayed away until i built up a ton of material to come back where i could do a different set every week because I was afraid that I would get known too early as somebody who was doing marginal sets there. And I literally, I went and did mics for another six months and then came back. No shit. I stayed away. I was like, oh, it scared me because I was like, I don't want to be known for that set. Like it wasn't, a, I didn't bomb, but it wasn't a killer set. Right. And as I left and I was like, I hope they forgot me immediately. And they did. And then I came back fresh and then I had a bunch of material that I could do different every week, and then they remembered me. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, that's that's a crazy strategy. And so you went to other mics. Oh yeah, loaded up, loaded up. What was your what was the mic you hit the hardest? 
I wonder if we ever. There used to, to be iOS. There's three of clubs. There was oh, three um, clubs. Uh, Third Street Promenade. There was this uh, place called Cafe Muse. There was this place. Uh, Westwood Brewing Company was huge at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Westwood Brewing Company was fun. Yeah. The, the, by the way, those those crowds. That's where I learned how to do crowd work. Oh, was those you bar had shows. to. Yeah. You had to. Because material, no. No. You had to retain their attention with being present. You could sometimes slip material into your crowd work. Yes. You, you know, I really, that's really fun to do. When you find yourself like, sometimes in the middle of crowd work, when you find yourself like two beats away from a story and you're, and you're like, I could definitely get us to this part. Sure. Where I can get into this story in my opinion those are some of the best crowd work comics are the people who roll right into the, their material that's my favorite thing to do is is talk 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 and then we're you gonna, don't even realize how you got like the audience doesn't even realize like when you slipped into it yeah that is my favorite stuff to do is to is to when it happens organically like yeah i don't go into it thinking i want to get to this story but if i start talking to you and you bring me within, you know, the final 10 yards out of the 100, I'm going to take us the next 10 yeah. to get me that fucking story. But something has happened over the, like the last probably four or five years since I've been on stage. It's just been, I made one small change in my act and I feel like it really just changed I everything for the best. Yeah. That's Dude, good. I I started like just talking to the the crowd like we were friends. Mhm. It was it was a crazy change. But it was, yeah, it made everything so much more casual. I came I became way much way less performative. And more was, just talking to people. Yeah, man. A lot more of that too. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. man. Yeah, Merch man. available now. <laughs> Joshwolfcomedy.com. Oh yeah, hey man. Hey man. Hey man. Hey man. I love that. What's your favorite thing to eat when you're high? Mm. Watermelon with tahini on it. Uh oh, I didn't know you ethnic like that. Oh, you know I like it spicy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Dude, those fruit carts, like those fruit stands on the side of the road. Yeah, dude, come on. Some of the best, like out of nowhere flavor explosion that is incredible. Flavor explosion? said that to me in a conversation before i don't think did you like it out of nowhere flavor explosion um yeah i think i did actually i might try to use it oh go for it flavor explosion okay well i'll, I'll let you know i'm gonna text you when i work that in okay i'm gonna should i work in it I'm, I'm working into the set this weekend try it yeah out of nowhere yeah flavor explosion or into one of the songs 
That's not a terrible idea. I like that flavor explosion. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, the fruit stands on the side of the road. You know, those man, the mango. Oh man, the pineapple, the mango. Why does that fruit <laughs> taste better than any other fruit you get anywhere? I don't know what they do to it. Yeah, they do something, but it's the it's like I'm like I've never had a mango taste this good. No, ever. Yeah. Like the best mangoes this dude gets. I know. And the watermelon, you're like, ooh. Yeah, where did you find this? <laughs> this is not this is not even remotely close to the same watermelon that I get at the store. No, you know, part mushy and part good or tastes like slightly like chemically. Yeah, no, this dude's watermelon is like I had my first raw coconut the other day. From one of those dudes? Yep. And? He chopped it in half and then put a straw on it. How'd you do? It was amazing. Because <laughs> I don't really like coconut water in a can. Yeah. But I guess I'm bougie enough to like coconut straight from the tap. Yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I've never liked coconut water out of the can or out of those pouches. Mm. But like when he stuck that straw on that raw coconut and handed it to me, and I, incredible. Did how? Show me how you drank it. Did you hold? How, did you have to hold it underneath? Like you were oh, great. I held nuts? it right here, and and then I was like, Yeah, that's it. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I might have let out a, I yeah. might have let out an accidental. Ooh, girl. <laughs> yeah, that's the shot right there. Yeah, I hope, yeah. I hope nobody uses that as a meme. <laughs> um, yeah, man, that that's delicious too. That's like the fresh the coconut. The meat of the coconut and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. I, the only, the only melon and, you know, shout out to Ryan Seckler. I'm just not doing a honeydew. Hey, man, it's a honeydew, y'all. Come on. Come I mean, on, man. Why don't you like a honeydew, man? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> <on>, y'all know. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. Come on, man. <laughs> no, no, it's all right, man. <laughs> hey, Josh, uh, uh, tell me about your mom's lung cancer, dog. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, I got to hey, tell man, you. Hey, man, real quick, just tell me about your cousin <laughs> Typhoid. <laughs> hey, man, real, uh, real quick, man. It's... Uh, <laughs> Tell me about little Petey's A's, man. Come on. He's a honeydew, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> I love the right signal, man. Get your oh, night pants. Shit. Look out for Patreon, honeydew, y'all. <laughs> by the time your aunt became a cannibal.
I think that's the hardest I've ever seen you laugh between you and I. And I've done a lot of characters and impressions for you over, over the years. <laughs> but I don't know if the combination of the edible hit you at the I mean, right it's time. It's the whole thing. Yeah. It's the whole thing. But that was special. You know, because I... <laughs> that was special because, look, first of all, that's one of my favorite people in the world. Oh, dude. Hands down. Hands one of my favorite down. people. Love Sickler. But something about... A good sickler impersonation just makes me fucking laugh. Because I'll tell you what, it part is, it just makes me happy because I like the yeah, dude so much. Yeah, because you already like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's this shit. <laughs> How did you go? I mean, it was perfect. Whew, wow. I needed that one. <laughs> that was a good ab workout. That's what that was. Hey, I'll take it the jeremiah watkins workout i mean dude you have one thing that we're finding out more and more about our friendship is uh josh is in incredibly good shape (laughs) (laughs) and every time i hang out with josh he makes me walk like four or five miles (laughs) he he made me walk on we shot sketches today i walked a mile in dress shoes walking around in his air maxes and i'm walking around in literal dress shoes man i told you when we get to the office nobody's gonna see your shoes why are you wearing those and i'm like (laughs) you know me i'm dude i'm down head to toe to the character always yeah character but you know you're not gonna see my feet comfy air maxes and like while we're waiting for food he's like let's go on a five mile hike <laughs> and I'm like, instead, really? of, like, instead of waiting, instead of in, waiting for the food in the restaurant, I was goes, like, let's, goes, let's take a little walk. Let's take a lap. We go down this path. He goes, I almost bought that house. <laughs> it's just like, and this neighborhood, like way off the beaten path of the restaurant. I'm like, what, dude? I'm in, I'm in dress shoes right now. <laughs> you're you're killing you're killing my feet, and I'm trying to I'm trying to you know remain positive and not say anything. I didn't say anything until right now. That was super funny. I'm so well. First of all, you could have said something. I would have walked. No, you should have said something. You can never you'll never upset me. But I did notice that you were walking a little funny. You were kind of. I, I, I actually, I, you did notice. <laughs> I, I was like, this dude's gonna go to the bathroom or something. He's why <laughs> I was like, okay, is this how we're walking? Okay. Yeah, you had a little the the inflection of my <laughs> in the cement is all weird. It, uh, it's like a horse that's like the shoe on the bottom is yeah, slowly he, coming he off. Yeah, you got a rock. Maybe he's yeah. got a rock in his shoe. Yeah. Dude, I I can't remember the last time. You might have a solid, no joke, three minutes of me laughing. It, it was pretty extensive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you might have an entire reels. You'll definitely have a reels full of me laughing. Oh, easily. Oh, that for sure. For sure. Oh my god. <laughs> that I mean, I'm You know when you have one of those, it feels good. Oh, of course. Yeah, it feels good. It's next level. Now, when did you start 
doing voices when you were young young real young what was your do you remember your first voice um one of them was michael jackson how old were you pretty freaking young i did that and i did uh, a lot of cartoons like yogi bear like hey boo boo like like yeah, yeah. dumb little stuff like that probably wasn't that spot on but like close enough for a little kid like sure for a little kid to go hey boo boo like yeah. you're changing your voice enough where people are like wait what if you change your voice and just do the words right you're getting credit of course yeah just just for trying yeah 100 yeah 100 percent. and then i the the michael jackson one was always a like me grabbing my balls yeah. and going but i would actually grab them i go now why why with that noise because i've i thought that that was the sound that grabbing your balls <laughs> <laughs> made just <laughs> i wish it was yeah because i would do it and i'd All do it time. I would, I would, it would hurt but not only that if you squeezed your balls and that's the noise i would made on a plane or a train i wish i wish it had timed out better if i, I said on a plane you would just hear and the train had gone. But on the train, on a plane, you would just hear randomly around the plane. Yeah, yeah. Because old guys sit on their nuts. Yeah. I how, mean, how I, many times have you sat on your nuts? Twice. It hurts. Yeah. It hurts real bad. Yeah. Yeah. It. It. You know. I didn't think I had that kind of leg strength or power, but I was on one leg, sat on my nuts, and hopped back up. Now, I couldn't do it right now if you told me the house was on fire. The adrenaline kicked in. But I was, you know, one-legging it up. You're like the mother that sees her baby underneath the car. <laughs> I lift the car. You lift the car. Well, I mean, essentially, my baby was under a car. Yeah. And I was in control of lifting that car up. Mm -hmm. By the way... Yeah, yeah, but have you ever sat in your nuts? Oh, yeah. Already? Multiple times. I got long balls, though. <laughs> I mean, he did the sketch today where he tucked them. I can't wait for you guys to see that one. Yeah. That one... <clears throat> that one might be the, the best, but also the most different. Oh, it's so, it's not even, well, we won't say too much about it, but yeah, we, one of the sketches that we shot, we, we moved the goalpost a little bit. Yeah. I think we changed the game just a little. Just a little. Yeah. yeah. These sketches have been so much fun with you, dude. Dude, I love shooting sketches with you. We were talking and we were reminiscing a little bit earlier about your show, Control Chaos. Yeah. And how much fun we had on that show because the creative freedom on that show where you'd have me come in and just do either, I mainly did original characters. I did a, a, a few impressions, but it was mainly my original characters that you'd have, you'd put my original characters in different settings. Like you would have Shanks be an Uber driver. Great. You would have- uh, That was so fun. Walter be uh, the weatherman. Yeah. And and uh, we had a bunch Jack of- Jack the Ripper uh, on, the, on the panel for the couch. That was crazy. Yeah. And um, what's the emo? 
Darwin all the time. Darwin and Dar- and Darwin hating Jacob. Yeah, hating you, hating your actual son. Well, man, you know, you do so many. So, my theory with doing things like that or shows is like, I want to have a lot of people on there. One who are funnier than me, but two, who do things that I can't do. So, I would never give you. I have co- have and had complete confidence in you. Like I never said a th- a word to you about anything. Well, not to mention some of the collaborations that we did uh, when I did the Luke Bryan impression for Luke Bryan. That was outstanding. When I did my Justin Timberlake for In Sync. That was amazing. All well, that was. So we were doing Control Chaos over Zoom. Yeah. And, and it opened up some possibilities to some bigger guests yeah. because they could call in remotely and do the show. Yeah, and we did that one episode with Luke, his wife, Caroline, and Chelsea Lynn. Yeah. And, man, your impression of him, country girls, shave it for me. Country girl, shave it for me now. Shave it for me now. Shave it for me. Yeah, no, I just... You may want to cut that out. They'll get the... They'll get the... um, Just the rhythm of it. They'll find it. And they'll put a stop on it. That short? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll bleep it. I would do that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I would do that just because I think you can just do a little bit, but they just demonetize it. That's they, crazy. They they claim it all. That's crazy. Isn't it? It is. But yeah, we had a we had a good yeah. It was an out dude, it was an outstanding and you absolutely crushed it. And then um when you did Justin for the InSync guys. Yeah. They first of all, your songs were outstanding but they were so funny with you they played off as so well like way better than i would have ever anticipated they were all great yeah one of them i forget which one you said to one of them well maybe we'll we should write that song together and the other one i forget which one of them said now we know that's not the real Justin. He would never let any of us write with him. Yeah. And we, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, go, I go, you were always funny, Christopher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're always the funny one. <laughs> that was so... What so was fun. the big hit's name on that one? Uh, I, oh, the songs? Yeah. Quarantine Boo was one of the, oh, yeah, the big yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that one? I want to stay at home and make a quarantine baby with you. I want to stay at home and make this quarantine lady in my boo, my quarantine boo. Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. (laughs) Yeah, man. We had a lot of fun. I mean, the only time I would ever, like every now and then with the songs, I would be like, hey, like there would be a... a line or two where I'd be like, hey. Well, we collabed with like, yeah. well, it's cool. Like we collabed with like Philip Sweet for uh, the Luke Bryan one to help, help because, you know, they, they're friends yep. and they know that country world so well. Yeah. And, and that, that was just a cool. Philip from Little Big Town. Yeah. And yeah. that's just a cool experience just in general, just working with 
you know, amazing professional musicians. Yeah. And we were all just riffing and laughing and like, it, it was cool. Philip and Jimmy, who are both in Little Big Town. Oh yeah, Jimmy was on the call too. Are, are legitimate funny the funny dudes yeah like they're both really really funny guys yeah but they were but they both were on the show a bunch of times yeah that show was fun yeah, we man. did zach brown for zach brown didn't we no what did we do we did well, who was the the bearded guy that i did oh did you do zach for i don't think you did zach did you do zach Maybe it wasn't Zach. Maybe it was. I don't think so. It was a different character for. Oh, I forget who it was. Oh, his yeah, his name was Hardy. Uh, oh, what? Who was that that we did that for? Oh yeah. You remember who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, but I don't remember. I don't who remember we did it for. who we ended up doing it for, though. L you know, Lucas Null. Luke Null. Maybe that. You know, you know Luke. Yeah. He did. So he came on when Darius. Rucker was on the show. Okay. And um, he goes, uh, yeah, we can't call ourselves the, uh, we were Rudy and the Blowfish, but we can't call ourselves the Blowfish anymore because we lost in a uh, lawsuit. So we are Rudy and the stir in the, he said something like whale sturgeon. And we were like, what? But he, absolutely crushed with the songs oh that's awesome he absolutely crushed with the songs too we had man he did like one season on snl yeah 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 we had yeah that was a fun show man but but people like you brought it to life man audrey stewart you know she's her just yelling on that show is so funny i think she's gonna be started i think she's gonna be big too she's so fucking funny she's great yeah but there's so many. It was so much fun too because I got to see a lot of cool people that I had never seen before do shit. Oh yeah, we got free shoes. Oh dude, the shoes! It was funny because you became the the shoe comic for I know. a while. Like I, like if somebody was wearing new shoes at the comedy store, people would be like, "Do you get those from Josh Wolf?" <laughs> you were that guy for a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. Joshua get you those shoes. Joshua, did you do Joshua show? Because <laughs> they knew my cheap. <laughs> they knew I wasn't going out and buying brand new Pumas. They're like, "Hey, Jeremiah, you do Joshua show?" <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, you know, they were so nice too. They gave everyone a, a free pair of shoes for coming on the show. I literally, dude, I literally have one of the pairs that uh, oh, you yeah, gave you, me you for downstairs that I still wear all the time. Those are those ones are were super dope. Though. Yeah, those were one of the cooler ones. They were, but but there were some real man. Check out C Control Chaos. There's a great archive on Josh's YouTube and Facebook of yeah. uh, of the show. But there's a, a lot of great moments stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used to love dressing up Jacob. Every week. I'd You had I, a great thrift thrift I, store uh, I, I budget would, for yeah, him. Yeah, I would go yeah, to yeah. seventy five seventy five dollars at the thrift store and I would pick out a, an outfit Which for him. Which is pretty good. For thrift thrift money, that's good. Oh yeah, man. I that's got him looking sharp a couple Yo, shows. Yeah. Oh yeah. But a few shows. Yeah. 
he yeah, I, yeah, I bought him a I wanted to buy him a nose to wear but it was supposed to be a pointy nose but it just looked like a dick and I go you gotta wear the nose and he was like I'm not wearing the dick nose we have this video and he's like I, and I was just having being camera, upset about it he was like I'm not wearing the dick nose and I was like and I knew I wasn't gonna make it and I go you gotta wear you, you gotta, said you'd wear the you gotta do it he was like I'm not wearing the dick dad I'm not don't I'm not I'm not wearing the dick nose I could only take it for so long I was like yeah I get it but he and I are gonna do a podcast did I tell you he and I are gonna do a podcast you did I'm really but, excited, but, man. But, but tell the, the listeners and uh, the viewers. Yeah, my son and I are doing a podcast. It's called Hey Man. Hey Man. Hey Man. Hey Man. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, dude. We got like six in the can. And uh, we go anywhere from like, we laugh a lot together. But this past one, we, uh, you know, sometimes it gets. It gets real? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Good range, but I mean, it's father and son pod. I mean, yeah, it's good that it's it's three dimensional like that. I think people like to see that side of you guys. Yeah, I think so. There's some either there's, some there's, mad lightning or or it's lightning. Is it lightning yeah. that far away? Well, I mean, I don't know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing weird flashes of like right over your head. That's why I keep looking back there like that. Yeah, I mean... That's what I love about doing outdoor pods like this is just all the elements. We had a train go by. We got tree frogs, lightning. Trains, tree frogs, and lightning? Yeah. That's the name for the special. <laughs> Trying to help Josh come up with a name for... Uh, <laughs> for my special. For the special. Trains, when, tree... When, when should people look out for October that, October 19th, think? my birthday. Oh, you're releasing on October 19th. Yeah. That's exciting, man. Dude, I'm telling you, this was my favorite special to to do. I I. Well, we talked right after you filmed it, and I, you know, when you can hear it in a friend's voice, like that they got something special. Yeah. You like, you had that energy, and I was like, I think he captured some magic. It it was just a magical night. It was yeah. mad. It was just a fucking magical night. And so I, I, and the footage is really cool. And, and, um, the guys who shot it, shot it differently, but I fucking love it. They were, well, I don't want to ruin it. And if I explain it, okay. You know how most of the times they're, they're in the center shot is pretty static. Mm-hmm. Well, we put the center shot on a, on a um, what's it called, the roller? Uh, uh, like on tracks? On tracks. Yeah. And just gave it a little... It's a little bit of movement. Movements. Yeah. Like yeah. you were watching. Yeah. And so, for me, it was a little bit of a risk because they just don't shoot them that way. Yeah. Excuse me? I fucking love it. Those dolly shots... I fucking love it, dude. And the way they set it up and the weird things that happened. Like I've, I posted one clip where this dude, I sing it. I one of the, it's mostly a musical. Yeah. Out, uh, and it's like an hour and 20. 
Um, and uh, I sing a song about a dude with big boob, man boobs. Yeah. And I have a guy, my friend, come out topless and shake his man boobs. Yeah. And he was shaking them. And as he was shaking them, some dude in the front row stood up and put his nipple in his mouth. Unsolicited. Mannery glands in the mouth. It was shocking. But Yeah, you don't see that. <laughs> you don't see that, dude. But then I was like, oh, this show's going to be... Well, was, you can see that on Josh Wolf's special. It was right up top, too. I was like, October. oh, this show's going to be a little bit weird. You're on the road, too. Or we're going to wrap it up right now. If there's anything... I know um, Josh is awesome to uh, to uh, to pop in um, and let me pop in in his house. <laughs> but do do the pod kind of last minute because I was like, dude, I'm on the road kind of heavily this week. If, if you want to bang out a pod, I'd love to have you back on. And he's like, let's do it. Hey, man, mm-hmm. let's do it. Hey, man. You're on the road a bunch coming up, though, yeah? Yeah, I am, uh, okay. This will be out on Monday, so. This will be out on Monday? Yeah. Edmonton on the that weekend of whatever that is, 17th, 18th, 19th, yep. maybe? Yep, 17th, 18th, 19th, Edmonton. Pit- Pittsburgh the weekend after that. That would be the 24th, 25th, 26th, that weekend. Seattle the weekend after that. That's October 1st, 2nd, 3rd, that weekend. Portland the weekend after that. That's uh, 8, 9, 10 in October. I think I have a week off. Come see him at his house in Nashville. <laughs> Raleigh, North Carolina the week after. Good nights, uh, 22nd, 23rd, 24th. And I'll be um, I'll be in Vegas the 17th and 18th and at uh, Wise Guys New Comedy Club um, at uh, in Austin, Texas. Oh yeah! 22 through Congrats, 25th. Congrats, man! Yeah, man, that'll be good. Yeah. 22nd through the 25th in September uh, in Austin, Texas, Kansas City, uh, September 30th through October 2nd, and then uh, the Huntington Beach Rec Room in California on Saturday, October 9th, and then Skankfest South November 4th through 6th. And congrats to opening up the new club in vegas yeah there's a there's uh only a handful of weekends has really been going on there just within the last couple of months so i'm stoked to be one yeah. of the one of the earlier comics to do it so absolutely and and uh I, you know the owner is great i love them great great yeah. great he knows been, how to run a club i've done the wise guys in utah and uh, yeah yeah great that, he yeah. knows how to run a club it's great so. and i know paul is helping out yeah i was gonna try to hang with him uh but he's actually on the road when i'm in Vegas, he's he's like, dude, I'm with Sandy on the road, dude. So, how to do y'all? Is how to do y'all? Josh Wolf, we gotta have you back on the show. Man. Oh my god, I love you, dude. Thanks for letting me. Uh, I mean, dude, love shooting sketches with you. Love making so stuff. So much fun. And just hanging, dude. And thank you for your help with me with shooting that DraftKings. <laughs> you got it anytime. <laughs> There will be more down the road. We love you guys. See you next time. See you later.